Hello, sweet mama. Welcome back to the Rooted Working Mom Show. Today's episode is part two of three, finding your and your children's identity in Christ with special guests and God-led mom, Bethany Johnson. If you haven't experienced part one, which is episode 19, please, please go back and listen to that one first and then come back to this one. It will make much more sense and it is the foundation for this episode and also um, next week's episode. And in this week, we continue to explore the really critical questions. Who am I? Who does God say I am? And who is my child created to be? We dive deep into helping you answer these questions and find your true identity in Christ for both you and your children. And in this episode, I share my miscarriage experience and we talk about healing through loss. Bethany walks you through how to speak truth and stand up for your children so they can grow into who God has made them to be. Do you ever feel like you're just constantly in a battlefield and constantly feeling beat up? Well, you're in the right place, Mama, because Bethany is teaching you how to pray into your children's spirit, particularly when they're not with God. Partnered with the Holy Spirit, these three episodes last week, this week, and the coming week really have the power to radically transform your life. Bethany is an incredible human being. She is a mom of seven. She has a really incredible story of being a mama of one while widowed when pregnant with her second child. She was an elementary school teacher and she is absolutely committed to helping parents become healthy and whole both mentally and physically, to be at their best for their children and callings. One of her greatest joys is helping people know their identity. Her passion is equipping mothers in knowing their God-given identity so they can go out in the world empowered as they truly know their calling of being a mom and how God has strategically positioned us to be moms in such a time as this. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this.
Bethany, my question is, so, you know, we both have teenagers. What's your thoughts around, like, if, if they're like, mom, this is like, they're not like, they think it's weird or they think that it's like, they're not quite there with it. Is it something that you would suggest to like encourage to do it with them still, or maybe pray through it? Like, what, what would you suggest at that point? Cause I know I'm just thinking some teenagers, you know, I'm just thinking of my son. Like if I sat down, I guess it depends on the moment, but if he is expressing a fear, I think he would be totally open to it. I guess timing matters. Timing, definitely. And um, I'll share this one point. So with my son, which is this is a perfect transition because I'm going to come back and share some more with you guys on really how to equip our children when maybe they're not wanting to be equipped, but it's our job as parents. God gave us the authority. He chose us to raise them. He chose us. So he knew they would be a challenge and he chose us. He chose you. So you were chosen for the challenge. Okay. So with that timing is key. My son, who I'll go into another experience when we come back again in a future podcast to talk about this, but my son He goes through so many anger bouts and I used to try to fix it and he's not a teen yet. So I can only imagine, but I do have two older teens who also being a bonus mom to them, they didn't like our weird Christianity. But one thing that I found is we still have to show up in who we are. But back to that timing, I found when my son is at his wits end and he's exploding, explosive. I just need to leave and go intercede on my behalf because I need to be a parent of peace and me trying to help him, which would be forcing him is not going to do anything. So I feel like that could be a good time and example for many people with teens. And then in response to the teens that we did have who are now young adults, we just found we taught them. We continue to be who we are when they're not in our home. So being who you are consistently is key. But we also found that maybe how we would pray with our children to work through things would be different than them. Like I can be consistent in who I am, but they probably won't want me to sit by them and pray with them because they're going to be repelled from that by other atmospheres. So what I can do instead is speak truth to them and say, you know, I love you. I don't agree with your choices right now. And I'm ready to talk about it when you are, but I love you regardless. And then it's my job to be praying on their behalf as they would not be open to something. But we as parents still have to speak truth. We still have to stand up for what's right. And I feel like if we all were to be unified in doing this, we'd be in a totally different world right now because kids are meant to think for themselves. We're all meant to think for ourselves. So there's going to be some like, you know, clashing of heads, you could say, but if we all do it with the purpose of, we just want to develop them into who God made them. We're going to have the timing come at the right time to just trust and walk it out. And my journey, probably as a mom, the most powerful thing we can do is go through this process for ourselves first and then help our children. Because if if we don't know who God has called us to be, and we haven't asked, and we haven't gone through the identity exchange, and we're not receiving God's love, then we're not able to give love out to to people. And so, Mama, if you're listening, 
this is these steps that Bethany walked us through. Like I encourage you to do it with yourself and maybe what are some recommendations around that Bethany with, with moms kind of doing it, going through this process and this experience with Jesus first before engaging their kids? Well, yeah, I've walked many people through this for years and I would say it is much more peaceful and enjoyable to just be in the presence and have someone walk you through it. Um, So I'd be happy to come back and even do that on here. So it's recorded for you guys to push play to at the right time. But then more than that, my passion is not that we just get equipped ourselves, but once you know this process, it becomes second nature to you that you go equip other people. You don't need a podcast to equip people. You could call a friend and talk to them, be like, Hey, let's walk through this with Jesus. Like, who does he say that you are? So you could do any of this kind of stuff, but God wants us to be equipped. That goes back to the acts, right? So just to really briefly recap, you know, for you guys, it's first sharing with God truth. We will not receive truth if we can't share our truth. Like a lot of times people say, I don't hear from God. I know everybody, everybody can hear from God and is hearing from God. If you don't hear anything, you're still hearing from God. He wants you to know that he's ready for you to surrender what you're afraid to surrender. I call it like a wall. It's like a wall that has to crumble and that wall is not going to crumble until we tell the truth. So the number one thing that I would say is be real with God. He already knows everything. Even if you're angry with him, you be real with him and you say, I'm angry with you, God. I don't know why this is happening. I feel this way. What is going on here? I'm confused. I've lost trust. You share that truth. He, I'm getting chills right now, you guys. Like he is there and he's like, I know. And I've been waiting for you to just crumble into my arms because now I can infill you with me, not the stress of the world. So you share all of your stresses. Usually people walk into this sharing all the names that people have labeled themselves with or that you've labeled yourself with like a failure, not enough, too much. Those are very common for women feeling ugly, feeling plain, all those kind of things. And when we surrender that, then we hand it to Jesus, watch him take it away, watch what he does with it, and then ask him, Jesus, who do you call me by? What's the name that you gave me before I was here on this earth? What is the name you call me by? And he will share with you his names for you. And he'll do this for your kids too, where he'll even share more over time. As you are walking in that identity, he wants to layer on more and more and more gifts, but he cannot layer on the gifts until we decide to pick it up and wear that crown and be that queen that we are or his queen. When we do that, he's going to be like, wow, you're ready for the next one. Here's what's next. So that would be the best thing for you guys to walk out. And then you're just going to feel so beautified. Like you went through an Esther treatment and get to walk your kids through it too. And I wasn't prepared to talk about this today, but I feel led to Bethany, even moms, when you feel, when you've gone through loss, 
that um, I think for me, that was one thing I had to heal through first before I can, I could accept the gift that he was giving me and really, really come to know my true identity in him because I needed to um, forgive him. And I felt, and so I, if you've listened to my intro, you you know that um, that I've been through um, a miscarriage, and so I know going into the holidays. Sometimes the holidays are a time that aren't necessarily full of joy for all of us because we're dealing with hard things, maybe um, really hard memories during these times, or maybe lost during these times. And so, you know, I would just share that I had to go through this forgiveness and, and really ask Jesus, "Where were you at the moment?" of the misc at the physicalness of the miscarriage in my shower, right? Like where were you? Where were you, Jesus? Sorry, I, I remember the day oh, as it so was right. yesterday, right? And and he was so gentle and so kind and showed me exactly where he was mm-hmm. and that he had our baby and he took her to heaven. Like that brought me so much peace and joy in my heart. That up until that moment, I couldn't even tell my boys that it had happened because I was, quote unquote, trying to protect them, which was completely opposite of what I was doing. And so asking him, where are you during that hard moment of your life, whether it is something that was really bad that happened to you or again, loss or whatever it may be, but knowing that he's waiting for you. Like he wants to show you where he was during that time. And so that has been complete, you know, quote unquote, it's overused, but really has transformed my life game changer, if you will. And so from that moment, I had so much healing and forgiveness and then able to receive his love that I was able to then listen and and really go through with Bethany I don't know if you remember Bethany, but we did that. At, we had a retreat, and um, you you all rented this really big house, and we were all in the living room together, and and you walked us all through it, and it was so powerful. And um, he gave me my name, Spreader of Love, like, and so from there, and that was a few years ago, and it has completely evolved into everything I'm doing today. But if it wasn't for that moment of really getting raw and real with him, I would have never been able to walk out my true purpose in life and and do the things that I'm doing now. That is so good. And you just, uh, you brought up such a great point. One, as you know, you're listening to this right now, you're hearing Cynthia's heart and I guarantee you were touched by love. And that's because that's her identity. So when Cynthia is trusting in God. This whole podcast is for God. It's not for her. She's trusting in God to give you love to spread more love like seeds. And just to expand on that a little bit more, like God shared with me, love is the answer. And it's so funny because it was, this has been misused and manipulated where we think of like hippies, peace and love, but God is like, do you know I am love. So where there is love, I am there. I am love. And it just totally expands to a whole nother level where we realize love isn't easy, but love is being consistent and steady. And love is surrendering in him and trusting that he's always there 
even in our worst moments. Daniel in the lion's den has been coming to me a lot. Like that moment in the shower is like a, where are you Lord type moment with Daniel in the lion's den, because it feels like your life is over. How could you be so consistent and show up in all these places where again, I'm talking about Daniel, he's breaking the law of the land of the government. He's breaking it by doing what they said not to do, which was praying openly in front of the window, not hiding three times a day for 30 days. He's breaking the law to be honoring to God and he is condemned to death. So it's in these times that can we choose to be love? It doesn't say anywhere that he slandered people or fought them as they took him to the lion's den. Just as Cynthia is open and real with God as you are right now in your worst time and being like, can I trust that even if I have to endure this, I trust you and I will be love like that. Oh, that is so good. And I hope it's okay, Cynthia. I'm going to share, um, you know, really how to pray into your kids' spirits when they're not with God, because this is really leading me into this direction of when you're in the battlefield and you feel beat up consistently. And as parents, we don't know what to do. So the experience I'm going to share with you guys, as um, I have two older daughters who at this time are not with the Lord by choice, but we know who they are because of this process. And I can tell you that's the only thing that I cling to, but I also know that I have to trust God as I'm talking about Daniel in the lion's den. I have to trust God that God chose me to be here as a bonus mom in their life. Even if they don't want it, I have to choose to surrender my feelings of how someone's trying to make me feel in order to still exude my identity and why I'm in this plan to bless them. And at the same time, I've also been given a child that I've birthed, the one that I was pregnant with. You probably heard in another story, but when I was married before and he ended up taking his life, I had one child and was pregnant with my second. And so this little guy was born into a world where it's a mom and a sister. And he honestly, he didn't even know that he didn't have a dad. He just didn't know who his dad was. That's actually a truth that Jesus revealed to us. Like he never really, cause he didn't know what death was. He never actually knew that his dad died because he didn't even know what a dad was. Isn't that so profound how it's like, we just have to like understand our children and where they're at. And so God revealed this through some of these identity processes. Again, when we talk about, you know, our children's worst fears with them, God will reveal things to them and to us. And even though we've gone through these incredible identity walks with my child, he's now 10. So this was, we probably started these around when he was seven. It was very encouraging, but I'm being really honest with you guys. It was still very hard because when we hear truth about our child and then we have to face the facts every day where they're not walking in who they are, it feels like you're being punched over and over and over. And eventually you feel like you can't get up. And so the Lord told him as he will act very destructive and specifically do things that are so creative. They're so creative. This guy has so much leadership wisdom. He is going to be 
a bomb for Jesus going off very soon. I believe it. He's so creative. He will do things that if he was in the wrong household, you know, he might not be here today. And I know God chose me and my husband who we married to raise him because we trust God, but it doesn't make it any easier. So he has had bouts of suicidal thoughts and wanting to harm himself and actually has tried the things that he also would have done. Again, if he was in an abusive household, I can't even imagine what would happen to him, let alone what would happen in the school system if we left him in there. So with all of that said, the Lord has said he is a leader peacemaker. And you cannot even imagine the smile on his face when he heard that from Jesus. Like he knew this is who I am, but then he goes through this daily battle because in order to become who we are, David is in my mind right now, in order to become who we are, the Lord is going to allow things to happen that he knows we're equipped to take out, but we have to walk through it. So David had to kill a bear. David had to kill a lion. That is extremely scary. Like seriously, this child, but he also knew that David one day would be running for his life, but praising God as he runs away instead of fighting. He knew that he would be attacked. He knew that he would have to make very wise choices as a king. All this comes through. We grow wisdom through walking out challenges and clinging to the Lord. And so I know what my son has on behalf of him as, as what God has said as a leader peacemaker, he has a huge calling and anointing, but he also walks out these daily choices that are extremely challenging with how to respond and speak life to him instead of death. And, um, the enemy will try to work through us to take out our child's identity. That's his favorite way. Just like marriages are the number one attack. If he can attack a marriage then it gets into the kids too, because he really wants to attack those kids. Like he doesn't even want them to make it. Like if you look through the Bible, he's always trying to kill the babies. He's always because he just wants to wipe out a generation. I mean, look at where we are today. He just wants to end it because he wants to be king and he's not going to be. And so it's our job to not let the enemy intercede. And so I've spoken to my son I'm going on a tangent, so my apologies, but I've spoken to my son when he's in this and I say, Landon, you are a leader peacemaker. And right now you are listening to the other side. I said, cause I know who you are. And I said, you are such a powerful man of God that this, when we're in our identity, we exude our identity. It's so strong. And when we're not in our identity, we exude the opposite. And I said, that opposite identity as you are working for the demons who want to hurt you, they only want to hurt you. I love you. I want to love and help you. Jesus does too. They want to hurt you. So they don't care what you do to yourself or to others. But I said, that power is so strong. It puts angry thoughts in my mind. And I love you. I said, so can you imagine if you have that much power and you're choosing that side? Can you imagine how much amazing power you could exude if you were in your identity as God has called you. If they're trying to get me angry and think bad thoughts about you, whoa, that's because you hold the power. They don't have the power. So I was just telling him. All right. So we're going to stop right there. 
This is going to conclude part two of a three-part series, and I hope that you come back next week as we finish up with Bethany, and I am praying for you, Mama. I'm praying for you and your family and your children and praying that God reveals his true identity in you as well as your children. This is not easy, but it's really, really important for us to be able to take authority over our children and our homes so that way we can be rooted in Christ and help our children be the same. As always, blessings. See you next week, Cynthia. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time.